Thanks for listening to the Rio Blanco County Newscast. This is episode 97, featuring highlights from the October 20th print edition of the Rio Blanco Herald Times. This week, the news gods ordered all the usual with a side of strange. That means community happenings, government decisions, local sports, fall colors, and a bit of would-be reality TV fodder from the other side of the flat tops. Is that geographically accurate? I don't actually know. I'm going to go with it. As you probably heard, someone living outside of Silt, Colorado, in Garfield County told the internet this week that a sitting member of Congress shot her dog, dumped the body, and said nothing. You can probably guess which elected representative we're talking about. Serious claims require serious evidence, so we went digging for said evidence. As it happens, well, that's not what happened, despite what you might read on Twitter to this day. More on that coming up. This week's amalgamation of compressed tree fibers and chemically manipulated pigmentations and deliberate orientations, also known as the newspaper, is a bit thicker than normal. Here's why. There are eight pages of ballot measures in the back and even more local public notices, such as the 2021 delinquent tax list, worth looking into. Your name might be on there. Hopefully not. But aren't you curious? Curious and curious. Here's a quick overview of this week's news, or at least some of it. Two Rangeley citizens received commendations for coming to the aid of a dump truck driver after the vehicle rolled nearly 100 feet into a ravine off County Road 116. The Yellow Creek School was added to the state's historic register last month. This should open up funding for continued restoration work. Beyond's Mustangs and the Bureau of Land Management are hosting an adoption event November 4th through the 5th in Fruta, Details are on page two. And Rio Blanco County 4-H youth spent some time making and distributing seed balls to help reclaim land along the White River west of Rangeley. They'll sprout this coming spring with a mixture of native grasses and forbs. Yeah, F-O-R-B-S, forbs. Google it. Three hunters were reported as trespassing at a ranch on County Road 8, the hunters were aware of their violation and stated it was, quote, worth the risk, end quote. Get out! How dare you come down here and do this? But for those of you who don't hunt, don't let a couple of selfish nitwits be the poster children for an entire group, even if you already didn't like that group. I'm calling them nitwits to avoid calling them something less charitable. They are trespassers. Let's just say they must not be from around here. You ain't from around here, are you? There's always a couple uh, chuckle f**ks ruining it for everyone else. Giving their peer group a bad name. Like, bad faith journalists and reporters and investigators. Some may even call them the fake news media. Buster, how do you know if any of this stuff is true? What do you mean? How do you know someone didn't just make it up? The truth is, we actually do care about the truth. And there are a lot of media figures out there who maybe don't, or maybe let other motivations and agendas push their way in front of 
that truth. Not everyone claiming to be a journalist or investigator or muckraker is concerned with the truth. Examples include 24-hour news networks on both sides of the political aisle, and I must stress this, 24-hour news networks on both sides of the political aisle. Don't tell me that you hate MSNBC, but you like Fox News or vice versa. Anyone claiming that one is better than the other, you've all bought in to the same bullshit. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Well, it kind of is. Other examples of people who may be bad faith would be like internet sleuths or people who are funded by political action committees to uh, go around and submit public records requests, but apparently don't have the resources to read it carefully or disseminated in a way that is responsible and verified. And, you know, I guess the point of what they're doing is to put out crazy stories and make everyone who reads it immediately think, my collection of internet friends all need to know about this too. You know, you read what others had done and you, and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility. First thing, stop posting so much, okay? Grow up. Go outside, drink water, uh, and seriously think about where and how and why you're consuming information, particularly if you're going to share that information with other people. Is it the internet? Is that, is that where you're doing it? Because I'm just saying. What am I saying? I just mean that some of the details... Oh, I never thought of that. This is terrible. What if none of it's true? What if they're all lying? How would we ever know? Next thing, if anyone, and I mean anyone, posts a story accusing someone of something or making claims that sound crazy and like somebody should be reporting on this, stop, ask yourself, could this be wrong or a misunderstanding or a deliberate lie? You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? Crazy to think how society has changed. Am I right? Back in the day, everything was apparently perfect. No one lied. The media was totally honest. No one was addicted to drugs. Crime was basically non-existent, you know? Man. At least that's what some people will tell you. But uh, the reality is we don't live in that mythical past, and we never did, and we never will. We live in this hellscape of reality, and as a function of that, we have to stay vigilant. And you may be thinking, what are you even talking about? Can you get to the point? No. No, I don't think I will. I'm talking about the story that blew up on social media this week, but in reality, I'm talking about something broader, and I hope that point has been made to you, and I'm going to make it again before we get to the end of this. But as for that story... 21-year-old Yaritza Mendoza published a long screed to her Facebook page. This was a public post that was shareable to anyone who wanted to share it. It said, among other things, that U.S. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert shot and killed Mendoza's dog. I know. Dumped the body and uh, didn't say anything to Mendoza or anyone else. And that's crazy, right? That is crazy. If you heard that, that's crazy. I heard it and I said, what? My jaw dropped. I was like, what? 
uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you, you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. But that's not what actually happened. Surprisingly, I know, it's crazy. Again, it's a shocking world when people would post information on the internet, the internet that's not true, whether deliberately or not, I don't know. But as anyone who grew up near a livestock operation knows, if your dog is running around harassing other animals or killing other animals, eating them, well, even though, you know, we really do love dogs, other animals also have a right to be alive and not be eaten. Unless that's, unless, well, unless that's what we're doing, look, just think of it like your pet, right? Like you have, you have a pet, you have a cat, you have a dog. Some of you have goats, some of you have sheep. It's like that. You know, you don't want a dog coming in and killing your cat or your smaller dog or, I don't know, a turtle. Some of you have different animals. I don't know. I mean, a turtle can like hide in its shell, but still, you wouldn't want to think about your turtle getting murked. And I'm sorry for making you think about it. But if that did happen to you, you would be, like, mad at the dog who did it. And also, you'd be probably waiting for that dog to come back to make sure that it didn't happen again. And that's exactly what happened. Except that Lauren Bobert wasn't even involved. So this neighbor said, hey, those dogs are up in Bobert's barn. And you can hear this frenzy. These dogs were on a rampage. So I tried to contact them, and I didn't get them. So I just took my 22 and went up there. And sure enough, it wasn't both dogs. It was just the St. Bernard. And it was in there just slaughtering goats. It was a huge game. That dog was on a rampage. I'd never seen anything like it. It looked like Cujo. So I shot that dog that day. This was last year, last October. But you may be thinking, okay, but the story I heard was from this August. Yeah, because it happened again. After Brady Hogan declined to press charges, it happened again. This time... It was a husky and another dog who were attacking Lauren Bobert's goats, who are his neighbors. He couldn't get a hold of them. He ran up there with the 22. He shoots another one of the dogs. Now, say what you will about that. People have told me there's never a reason to ever shoot a dog. I, whatever, I get it. It sucks. It's sad. But this is what happened. It's sad because I don't, Lucas, I don't even hunt. I don't have, never had a senator safety card. I've never pulled a, a tag. I don't even hunt. So the last thing I really want to do is shoot somebody's damn dogs because I've had dogs my whole life. But that was to the point where, I'm sorry, it had to happen because it wasn't going to stop. Now, unfortunately, an already unfortunate situation just gets worse because it didn't end there. This is a real story, and it's sad. Dogs died, goats died, people got hurt. It sucks. Uh, but as I said, it didn't end there. Because one of the people who got hurt, their dog was shot, posted a lot of accusations online in a public shareable post on the internet without evidence. And so I spent all of my time this week reporting, tracking down that evidence, except that it didn't exist. And what I found was evidence to the contrary to everything that I just explained. So I repeat myself again, a claim no matter who it's from, requires evidence. This could be your best friend. It could be the police. It could be a government official. It could be your family member. 
It doesn't matter who it's from. A claim requires evidence. And even then, the situation might not be as it seems, even after seeing some evidence. So if you see a story, even if it's about someone you don't like or don't trust, just I implore you to wait for the evidence uh, before you go around repeating it to others. And that includes clicking share on social media. Do we get it? Do we understand? And if for some reason you have the kind of psychological quirks, we'll call them, that push you to actually go seek that evidence for the claim to prove or disprove it, you might be a journalist at heart or a scientist or maybe like a detective. Regardless, therapy is probably not a bad idea. Um, just a thought. Just maintain your ethics along the way and you'll do fine, I guess. Just have a standard of evidence. Please. 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 After all that, I'm more than ready to end this. So here's some more just quick things in the paper this week. Community happenings are on page 3A. Government meeting reporting is in the county beat on 2A. The Meeker trustees and ERBM board meetings are reported on page 8A. Sports underway are volleyball, football, cross-country softball, and maybe others. I, I don't know. Those ones, at least, are covered in this week's sports section, starting in 12A. And, of course, 125 years ago, the Meeker Herald wrote, quote, The more bread the baker makes, the more he needs. Get it? Needs. K-N-E-A-D-S. It doesn't work in podcast form. It wasn't supposed to work because the goal was to get you to read the paper this week and further your appreciation for 125-year-old puns. Uh, in addition to community journalism, actual reporting, people who have, you know, a standard of evidence and don't take sides until the evidence comes out, you know? Or you could just go back to sharing things on social media Without any critical thinking whatsoever. You do you. You know what I mean? That's all for this week's news highlights. Find more and print it online at hg1885.com. And to those of you who do, thank you for supporting community journalism.